With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's time to break down the NCAA tournament bracket. I'm joined by my good buddy, Toby. Toby, how do we feel today? Brackets out. Who do you feel bad for? Uh, Jeremy, we're excited. Uh, you know, no real beef this year. Uh, the only team that I guess I feel bad for is Vanderbilt. Uh, I just think based on current form, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they've won 10 out of 12 games, beat a few ranked teams. Uh, I think they should have been in the tournament. And I guess uh, being a big 10 guy, maybe I feel a little bit bad for Rutgers. Uh, but hey, uh, no complaints. Bracket set. Let's tip, maybe. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I, I guess I feel like the committee doesn't like me because I love Miami before the injury there to the big guy. And I love Drake and they have to play each other in the first round. So that's my biggest beef. The team's in and out. I'm not going to cry a river over. Uh, but some of these matchups really really put a hamper in what I wanted to do with the bracket. So what we're going to do here on this podcast is we're going to go game by game in the first round. And uh, if we have a lean on the game, we're going to tell you, as I've been sitting here in the last 10 minutes, numbers are dancing around on my screen. Lines are posted and they are moving like mad. Some of the games I like have already moved two, two and a half points in just a matter of minutes. But let's lead off with uh, the games on Tuesday. We have uh, a play-in game. Uh, in the 16 seed between Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Southeast Missouri State. Uh, right now, that line is uh, Corpus Christi minus the four. Toby, any thoughts on that game? Uh, boy, Jeremy, you're going to hear a lot of this from me during this podcast. Uh, no opinion, no comment. Uh, don't know anything about either team. Okay, we'll skip over that one. Not a big deal. Uh, game number two on Tuesday night, we got a good one between Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. The line has been posted with the Bulldogs favored by two over the Panthers. Any thoughts Boy, on that? Uh, this is going to be tough. I haven't seen the. I, I don't have lines yet. So, uh, you know, initial reaction, maybe slight lean to Mississippi State. Okay, that's where I would lean as well. I, I feel like the ACC was a little bit weak. Uh, when I look at uh, top 25 type numbers, I definitely think they favor the Bulldogs. So if I were to take a guess, I think that line is going to continue to trend upward. Um, I am finding a, a Mississippi State minus one and a half out there. And I actually think I'm just going to put that right now in the uh, uh, the category of uh, placing the bet. So there we go. My first wager on this podcast is in. I am on Mississippi State minus the one and a half since I have it available against Missis or against Pittsburgh. Uh, then when we get to uh, Wednesday here, we have Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Texas Southern minus the two. Any thoughts on that one? No, we can skip over that one. Okay, there we go. Game number two on Wednesday night. Uh, it is Steve Alford at Nevada plus the one and a half against Arizona State. Uh, Nevada, of course, may be one of the most controversial teams to make the tournament. Your thoughts there? Well, here's my thoughts on that one. Uh, 
Nevada would probably be the team that I would take out and slide Vanderbilt in. If memory serves me correct, the last two to three years, that last team in, uh, you know, that we sit and argue back and forth about, they seem to win a game or two. Uh, so for that factor and that factor alone, uh, I'm going to lean Nevada because I don't think they should be there. So they'll probably go on and uh, win a game or two. Okay. Um, and I do see on one of my sites here, I have Nevada plus two available. So I'm actually going to hit the submit button on that. Um, I think Nevada probably matches up style wise with Arizona state quite well. Uh, Mountain West struggled in the conference or in the uh, tournament last year, did not win a game. I think Nevada gets the Mountain West off the snide right away and they get a W on Wednesday night. So I'm with you on Nevada. So I have two plays in already. I didn't think I was going to make hardly any plays in the podcast. And I already got a ton. So next up, uh, we have Maryland taking on West Virginia in an 8-9 game. This is the Big 12 against the Big 10, and the Mountaineers are favored by two. Any thoughts there? Uh, My lean would be West Virginia and Ufta. Uh, I I like Alabama's path. Uh, I mean, not to go ahead ahead of the game here, but... I, I like their path, specifically the top half of the bracket, but boy, that Bobby Huggins tenacious, scrappy defense. Uh, if West Virginia gets past, that's a scary round two game for Bama. Uh, I would be on the Mountaineers there, without a doubt. Okay, and I found uh, an opportunity to play West Virginia at minus two. That is in my cart. Maryland, as we know, really good at home this year. Away from home, yep. not so good. Uh, West Virginia battle tested in the Big 12. And once again, I think they can score this year where Huggins has had some teams before that were offensively challenged. I don't think that's the case this year. Uh, next up, it's a great one, a 5-12 matchup. Everyone loves the 12s. And this one, I think they're going to really love. It's Charleston against San Diego State. The line is San Diego State minus four and a half. Your thoughts? Uh you know, I, I might lean, might lean Charleston. Uh, San Diego State, as we know, a very well coached team, uh, athletic team, a great offensive rebounding team. Um, where, where, where is this game played at? It's it's way out east, isn't it? Ah, uh, now you're going to test me on the locations, and I okay. I need to look at that location. That one is in Orlando. Okay, I, I I mean I just I literally have like two things scribbled down, and one of them was that I thought uh, interesting St. Mary's and San Diego State shipped them way out east. Uh, so you know that's something I'm going to keep an eye on. Uh, too early to call. Maybe a slight lean for Charleston. Good basketball team. Okay. And I, I think most of the public, I, I believe, is going to be on Charleston. That's going to be a popular, trendy pick, I would think. Um, I am leaning towards the San Diego State side, which is the reason why I'm not going to touch this right now, uh, because I believe this four and a half should come down for me. Uh, I'm hoping to get it in the three type range by the time it's all said and done. So no play for me yet. But when it comes time to pull the trigger, I will be betting on San Diego State. I know that. Okay, next up, it's Virginia, the four seed against Furman, the 13 seed. This could be an upset special. The line, believe it or not, is only at five. Your thoughts there. Okay, Uh, so that was one I actually had circled. I had Furman plus seven or better. Uh, So if you're telling me I'm only getting five, probably a no play. And and, and what you just said about the previous game, I would see, I I think is going to happen here. 
Um, I'm just glancing through my empty bracket here. I think Furman could be a very trendy pick. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to get the seven I was hoping for. Okay. That, that works for me. Uh, next up, and I apologize. I am struggling now with my computers. We're trying to do this uh, almost real time. It's Creighton, the six seed against NC State, the 11 seed. And this one is at five currently for me. Any thoughts there? Uh, higher than I thought. Uh, so I would say no play on no, no play. Okay. And I would tend to agree with you there at that number. I'm not a fan of it either. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that number. Uh, next up it's Baylor taking on, uh, the university of, uh, let's see, we got UC Santa Barbara. So Santa Barbara, there. line is at 11. Your thoughts. Wow. Um, now that's a couple couple points higher than I thought it would be. Uh, Baylor kind of limping in there at the end, and my initial lead would probably be with the Gauchos. As would mine. Eleven to me is a okay. strong number. Uh, you know, I, I like Baylor's burned me a lot here lately. Yeah. Uh, they obviously have some very good guard play, but uh, I'm I, I like that Big West. I think UC Santa Barbara's got a great team. Uh, their head coach, of course, was a uh, what graduate assistant for Bob Knight back at Indiana. I always like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'll lean towards Santa Barbara if the number stays at 11. Could get that down here, like you said, in the next uh, couple hours or couple days, and we might be looking at single digits by tip time. No play for me yet, but uh, that's a game I'll be leaning towards. Uh, next up, we have Missouri uh, taking on Utah State in a 7-10 matchup, and survey says that line is at 2. Utah State's the favorite. Your thoughts there? Utah State, the favorite. So this is something that I'm going to be interested in, too, is how many sevens. I mean, basically a coin flip type game, but uh, how many seven seeds are actually going to be favored? Um, man, alive. I love Utah State's ball club, but I probably lead to Missouri here. Uh, yeah, just more athletic, more tenacious on defense. I think they're going to hit enough shots. Uh, so I would lead towards the Tigers. Uh, and I am in complete agreement. So that one is in my inbox right now. And that one's a done deal. I am going to be on Missouri uh, in that 7-10 matchup. Next up, it's Arizona and Princeton. It is the 2-15 game. And this line, I am waiting for my line here. I'm trying to find my line. And I'm struggling to find the line. Uh, so bear with me. Uh, it's 14 and a half. Uh, Wildcats favored by 14 and a half. Uh, boy, I like this one. Uh, I like Arizona a lot here. Uh, this, this is, you know, two or three games every year. You kind of look at it. That could be the 25 point, you know, 30 point jobber. Uh, I realize you know, the Princeton style and all that stuff, but, uh, boy, this, yeah, I, I like Arizona at that number a lot. Okay. Arizona is now in my inbox. I agree. Uh, if Yale had won this basketball game in uh, the Ivy League on Sunday over Princeton, I would have uh, been a little more scared to play 14 and a half uh, because it's Princeton. I really like the 14 and a half. I love Arizona, of course. So do you. Um, so Arizona at 14 and a half, a definite play for me. That one may get uh, bet up to 15, 16, 17 by the time it's all said and done. So that wraps up the South bracket. We'll talk about our final four at the very end of the podcast, but now let's go to the East. Uh, Purdue, we're still waiting for the winner of Texas Southern, Fairleigh Dickinson, so no no line in that game. But a marquee game is going to be Memphis and Florida Atlantic, 
And that line right now, I'm looking at Memphis favored by three. Any thoughts there? Uh, my thoughts are that's probably my second favorite game of uh, of all of them. Uh, no, no thoughts on the game, but uh, very similar to the the West Virginia thing with Alabama there. Uh, whoever wins that game, and I don't know who the hell is going to win it, they are going to give Purdue fits in round two. <laughs> I uh, I would tend to agree with, with that. I do not think Purdue likes what they have sitting on the 8-9 line. Uh, both of those teams could be extremely dangerous. No real play or lean for me yet. Uh, having watched Memphis destroy Houston on Sunday, no Sasser, of course. I would lean towards Memphis maybe a little bit. Uh, but I think those are two very good, scary teams, like you said, in round two. Uh, next up, we go to Duke taking on Oral Roberts. Uh, and that one's at six and a half. Any thoughts there? Uh, this is going to kill me to say this because I hate this team. Uh, but give me Duke. Give me Duke. And this is coming from a Midwest guy that loves the Summit League. Uh, this Oral Roberts might be the best team that we've had come out of the Summit League in a long, long time. but. Boy, Duke's playing good basketball. Uh, give me the Blue Devils at that number. Okay, and I would uh, I would tend to agree with you. I love Oral Roberts. Of course, they made the big run a couple of years ago. Uh, Mad Max is still there shooting those threes. They got the big tall kid. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Dukies are playing good basketball, and I've bet into them enough. I'm not going against them. So I would tend to lean that direction as of the moment. Would like the number to come down a little bit before I play Duke, though. Uh, next up, number four seed, Tennessee, taking on 13 seed, Louisiana. Line is at 10 and a half. Any read on that game? Uh, Louisiana all day long. Love this play. Okay. Um, the only uh, factor that I didn't like is uh, we had uh, Seth Davis kind of pick this one as an upset on the broadcast, right? On the bracket on veil. So this might already be a little bit lower than it should be. Uh, but I'm going to put the 10 and a half in right now based on this conversation, because I'm in agreement with you. I do like the raging Cajuns there. Uh, Tennessee with the injury, a different basketball team. Uh, next and, up. And, and that, that's one, Jeremy, too. I mean, as I just look at in a bracket here, um, and, and I, I apologize, the Seth Davis thing. Yeah, I guess I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even notice that. But that might be one that would be worth just taking a flyer on, because with Ziegler being hurt, I just – man, I don't give Tennessee much of a shot over Duke there in that 4-5 game. Uh, so maybe it's worth a flyer, uh, you know, depending on how your bracket is scored. Uh, I, I like that Louisiana team. Nope. Uh, we were in agreement there. Uh, Sunbelt, very interesting conference, but uh, I think the Raging Cajuns will present uh, some matchup issues. Next up, in the 6-11 game in the East, it's Kentucky and Providence. This one should be a good one in Greensboro. Who do you like at three and a half? Wildcats like, are favored. I like Kentucky. I like Kentucky big too. I circled this game. It was at three when I first circled it. It's already moved to uh, three and a half on me and uh, it's in the inbox. I actually put it in the inbox at three, uh, but at three and a half, I'd still play this thing all day long. I like Kentucky yeah. to win that game. Um, we'll get to our final four picks, but I right now have uh, Duke and Kentucky in my elite eight. Uh, so that tells yeah. you how much I actually like Kentucky, even though I don't know if they can get out of round one, but I do like them big time <laughs> against Providence. Okay. Uh, next up, it is the three verse 14 game. It's Kansas State and Montana State. Uh, big Bobcat fan here, but uh, let's see here what my line is on this. I have Kansas State favored by nine. Kansas State favored by nine. Oh, man. Uh, athletically wise, you know, yeah, no, no play, no play. I, I like that Montana State team, too. You know, they're going to play hard. They're going to shoot the basketball, good disciplined basketball, try and slow the game down. 
Uh, but yeah, I look at what Kansas State could possibly do, uh, you know, on a full court situation, uh, hitting the offensive and defensive boards. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no lead on that one for me. I'm probably in agreement. It's right there. It's past the fringe, probably of the foul game being at the nine number. Um, So yeah, it's in that zone. I don't like to play anyway. I will have a play and I'm going to play every game. And of course I'm going to play those first half unders in every game, but uh, no lean for me here on this podcast right now. Uh, The seven seed Michigan state taking on the 10 USC Tommy Izzo favored by one and a half. Your thoughts. Uh, Give me USC. We're in agreement. That's in my inbox. I've already bet it. Uh, so, yes, I'm in agreement. I'm on the Trojans there as well. You're a Big Ten guy, and you're going against Izzo. Come on. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I was on Izzo the other day, and I wasn't happy with it. So, uh, you know, I, they, they were actually kind of my, you know, quote-unquote sleeper dark horse. I had a future on them to win the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten tournament, and, yeah, they get blasted by, yeah, it wasn't even a ball game there in their first game. So, give me the athletic, yeah, give me the athletes and infields uh, Trojans. Okay. Good news for me is uh, I was placing the bet. The line moved to two. So I got two on that one instead of one and a half. So I like that even more. Okay. Next up, it's the two seed Marquette. Everyone's favorite team right now. Taking on the Catamounts of Vermont. Lines at 11 and a half. Your thoughts there? Uh, Well, I love Marquette. Uh, Just they're probably honestly my favorite team to watch um, out of every team I've seen this year just the way they share the basketball. I mean, they're such a balanced, uh, you know, Shaka Smart's doing doing wonders up there, but boy, uh, our mind's a dang good basketball team too. Uh, you, you know, what do we get there? 11, you know, if you get in that 12, 13 point range, I would probably take a flyer on Vermont. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. I have no play there to start. Uh, probably the direction the line goes, I'll go the opposite way. Uh, so I'm just going to sit back, relax, and, and wait for that line to move and then make the determination. Next up, we go to the Midwest. Um, so we've completed two of the four brackets. This will be my longest podcast of the year, but hey, it's tournament time, baby. We're in the Midwest. We got the number one seed, Houston, taken on the 16 Northern Kentucky. I'm just going to call out two things about this game. Number one, the line is the Cougars minus 20. Number two, the total is 121 and a half. So my first half under might be low 50s. Uh, That'll be really interesting to watch. But, Tobe, uh, any thoughts on that game at 20? You know, with the Sasser injury, I mean, you you saw the day, like you mentioned, uh, against Memphis. He's really the engine that makes them tick. Um, Yeah, probably wait and see on that one. You know, if, if he's playing... You know, I'd probably go in Houston. Yeah, this is one of those games. I mean, how does Northern Kentucky get to 50? I mean, good, yeah, good I point. Mean, if you like to play a team total, you may just want to play Northern Kentucky under the, the team total and sit out the 20. Yeah, uh, that right. may not be a bad angle. But, yeah, no lean for me yet. I, I'd probably play the 20, uh, but uh, no no touching it at this moment for me. Uh, next up, 8-9 game. Very intriguing. It is Auburn, the Tigers, minus the one against the Hawkeyes of Iowa. I know you're a big Fran guy. <laughs> I am, uh, but, you know, I'm actually leaning Auburn here. Um, we got a little bit of a home court. I'm just looking here. I see they're playing down in Birmingham. So, yeah, I, I, yep. oh, I, love, I love Fran. I love me some Hawkeyes, but I would lean towards Auburn. That's my initial gut feeling there. Okay. Um, that on my bracket, I I've been flipping back and forth on this game. I have some Hawkeye friends that annoy me. So I was probably going to go Auburn <laughs> just based on that fact. 
but uh, hadn't made my decision yet. You may have just made it for me there uh, based on the location of the game. Next up, a game that I am crying over once again. It's Miami and Drake in the 5 versus 12 game. The line is the Hurricanes, the Canes minus the three. I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, these were these are two basketball teams that I respect and I love. And I I really I, you know, we talked about this early in the week, Jeremy. Miami was one of those teams where, uh, you know, one of our other friends, Ryan and I, we were kind of on a group chat there. And it's like, can this team win the whole thing? I mean, are we looking at some kind of a you know plus four thousand future on the Hurricanes? But now they got a guy hurt. Yep. So I, I am probably I'm probably leaning Miami minus the three, uh, but boy, I would not not feel very good about betting into Drake right now. No, this is a game that I, yeah, I I almost hope it doesn't get played because uh, I'm <laughs> I'm going to cry either way because I'm going to regret whatever I do because I like the other team too. Um, yeah. So no no lean or play for me. Um, I've been talking about Drake winning a tournament game all year, but I've recommended just like you. Uh, yeah. To several others, Miami is a Final Four type caliber team if healthy, uh, yep. because the the Wong and Pack combo. I'll take that one two combo any day of the week, and maybe the ACC, just like last year, can get hot at tournament time and make a deep run. Next up, four thirteen game. I know we're both crying about this one as well. It's Indiana and Kent State. Line is the Hoosiers minus the four and a half. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, another another tough one, like you say. Just just a matchup I didn't want to see because I do like both teams. Uh, probably going to wait and see where the movement is. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now maybe I would lean Kent State, uh, but again, would not feel very good about it. Nope, definite agreement there. I have Indiana advancing to the Sweet 16, so I obviously like the Hoosiers as of right now, but uh, four and a half, that, that's a matchup I didn't want them to, to get because I think it's a scary game. Uh, next one in the Midwest, Iowa State. We don't know who they're playing yet, Mississippi State or Pittsburgh. Uh, the next game we do have a line on is going to be Xavier, the three seed, taking on Kennesaw State, and this line is Xavier, the Musketeers, minus 11 for Mr. Sean Miller. Thoughts there? Uh, yeah, I guess I'd lean Xavier. Yeah, I like I like Xavier there. I I, I would agree, and I'm actually going to put that in my inbox right now because I I think Xavier, especially maybe coming off the embarrassing Big Ten or excuse me Big East Championship game, uh, could be a nice little bounce back spot for them to make a statement. Kennesaw Straight State, great story making it to the Big Dance, of course. Uh, got to win it on their home floor, but uh, I like the Musketeers to cover the 11 there. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and put that in the inbox and, and make that wager. Okay, uh, next up, we have Texas A&M, the seven seed, taking on maybe the hottest team out there, Penn State, the Nittany Lions. And the line is Texas A&M minus the three. Yeah, boy, I don't know what to think about Penn State, do you? Uh, there, there's part of me that thinks that this is a damn scary team, and there's part of me that thinks they're still a fraud. Uh, you know, for about the first what seventy five percent of the season, they, they you know they couldn't win a road game to save their life. Uh, but you know, boy, they've been pretty decent away from home and neutral floor here recently. So, uh, boy, yeah, no, no, no play at three, no, no play at this time. Yeah, these two may become the two of the most disrespected teams. I'm leaning towards Texas A and M. I think Jay Wright called it out on the broadcast. Texas A&M was what second place in the SEC regular SEC regular season made it to the SEC title game and they only get a seven seed and they're only favored by three in the first round. 
I think uh, Buzz Williams has Texas A&M ready for that one. So I'm going to be leaning Aggies. Uh, Not a wise move, probably, because I think I lost betting against Penn State three times in the Big Ten tournament. What's one more? Uh, Next up, it is the two-seed Texas taking on an offense that you and I both love in Colgate. And this line is at 14 for the Longhorns. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no comment on that one, buddy. Okay, I'm in agreement. I'm not going to touch it at 14. I lost a couple games in uh, conference tournament action at 14. Not a number I like to play. Next up, we go to the West. It is Kansas, and it sounds like Bill Self will be back as the head coach uh, for this game. And the Jayhawks are favored by 22 and a half over Howard, and I can't bet this fast enough. Yeah, I mean, this has to be all Kansas all day long. Yeah, and I actually found Kansas out here at 21 and a half that I can play, so I'm playing Kansas right now at 21 and a half. Um, yeah, that, that one's in, uh, I'm not even going to wait on that. Uh, you and I, when we were going back to Vegas, what one seeds back in the old days were favored by how many points probably on average? Oh, heavens. Yeah. If you got a number one seed under 30 points, I, I, I remember betting on like Duke back in the day and they were favored by 40. Yeah. Yeah. We've laid some big numbers. I, I think, yeah, I think I've laid like 48 before and still cashed, uh, in a one versus 16 matchup. And I think Kansas, uh, I can't say enough about Kansas, and I, I obviously cashed on Howard uh, winning their conference tournament, but I think the Jayhawks win that one. They're, they're going to name the score, and that'll be a first-half wager for me. That'll be that'll be a lot of things. Uh, yeah. I, I really, really like Kansas there. Uh, they should be able to name the score, and I think that one could be that 40-point blowout. Uh, next up, oh, oh, I did not want to see this matchup, too. <laughs> one of the best tournament coaches out there in Eric Musselman taking on the fight in the line of Illinois. Toby, the line is Arkansas minus three. Well, if anybody out there is a regular listener, they know how much you love the Illini. So I got a feeling we are going to be head to head here. because <laughs> I love Arkansas in this ballgame. Uh, in, in terms of the eight, nine matchup, I probably feel as good about that side uh, as any of them. So, yeah, I will definitely be on the Razorbacks. Yeah, and I already put my bet in on Illinois plus three and a half. Uh, I just got three and a half out there, so it's in my inbox. It's done. Uh, yes, I'm taking Illinois. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go down with the ship. And I'm gonna be probably going down in the first no round. <laughs> yep, no surprise there. Okay, uh, next up, 5-12 matchup. It is St. Mary's and BCU. Another one of those games that I wish they wouldn't have done to us. St. Mary's yep. favored by three and a half. Uh, yeah, Commonwealth for me. Okay, you, you're BCU. taking BCU. Okay. Yep. I'm doing a no play on this one. And I, I think a lot of people are going to be on VCU. Great run in the A-10 tournament. I've probably disrespected that team too much. But if that number gets below three, down to even the two range where I think it can be, then I'm all over St. Mary's. Um, I like some of the numbers. I, I St. Mary's at least has two wins against top 25 teams. VCU, A-10 didn't even have one top 50 team. I liked both St. Louis and Dayton, but they didn't have a top 50 team in that entire conference. Correct. I think the I, I think St. Mary's is going to win that one. Okay, next up, four versus twelve. It's UConn and Iona, and this line uh, nine and a half against Rick Pitino. At least one more game at Iona before he takes the St. John's job. I think. Okay. What do you think there? Uh, nine and a half, huh? Yeah, no, uh, no strong opinion either way. I guess at that number. Okay. Um, I did find a nine out here, so I'm putting the bet down on UConn. Out of curiosity, where would you go with this game? Uh, where did you want to go? Were you hoping I, I was getting to go double UConn. digits? 
Okay, no, you want to I go wanted, UConn? I okay. wanted to go UConn, but again, it's kind of one of those. If you asked me where I think it is, I'm, I probably would have said seven. Uh, so you know, maybe just a hand, just a bucket or so too high right now. But yeah, I mean, my lead would be UConn. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, then the six eleven matchup there, TCU will take on the winner of Arizona State and Nevada. Um, so no line, of course, on that game. The three verse fourteen, it's Gonzaga against Grand Canyon. Uh, you got Mr. Drew at uh, Grand Canyon, Mr. Few at Gonzaga, and the line is 15 to the Zags. Any thoughts there? Uh, yeah, thoughts are I'm going to wait this one out, and I will be on Grand Canyon. Uh, Gonzaga is going to get all kinds of love here. I think this line is going to close at 17 or 18. Uh, heck, it might be there by the time I wake up tomorrow, and I will be on GCU, baby. Okay. I like Bryce Drew. He's uh, got a good tournament resume. Uh, next on the docket, seven versus 10 matchup. Another one I wasn't hoping to see. It's Northwestern and Boise State. Uh, the line is Boise State minus one and another really low total of 128 and a half. Your thoughts there? I like Northwestern. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I like Northwestern to win the game. Uh, so what did you say the line was? I'm getting a point. Boise or State one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Give me Northwestern. Okay. And then the final game on the card is UCLA against UNC Asheville line of 18 and a half. Yeah. No comment again. Uh, let's see what happens with the injury there to, you know, the big guy for UCLA, but uh, yeah, no, no lean at this point. Okay. And on that game, I am going to lean UNC Asheville. Um, I think that's a team that should have been higher than a 15 seed. Uh, could be completely wrong there, but uh, yeah, I, I just kind of lean towards UNC Asheville. Um, I like UCLA, but uh, not at that number anyway. Um, so thank you, Toby, for going through this entire process with me. I know the brackets just came out here in the last hour. Uh, do you have any initial read on the final four? Uh, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, any commentary on that? Yeah. Uh, well, my first thought is I can't believe how dang hard that was. Uh, <laughs> you know, not uh, not e- you know not even have a not having a set of printed lines out in front of me and just having to you know throw something off the top of your head. So, for all of your listeners out there, I reserve the right to change my mind. <laughs> I could be betting the exact opposite side of every lean I gave. Uh, you know, my first thought, Jeremy, are injuries at the wrong time to a lot of damn good basketball teams. Um, you know, I, and the best team, uh, and people are going to laugh at me, the best team that I've seen play this year has been UCLA. When UCLA is clicking on all cylinders, that's the most complete basketball team that, I, that I've seen play. In my opinion, they've got the best coach uh, in the game right now. Um, Houston, we all know what Houston can do. Uh, boy, growing growing injury sasser, or, you know, what does that look like? Uh, so I guess that being said, if you just want to run down kind of an elite, I got uh, Bama over Arizona, I guess would be my initial, a little bit chalky there. That would be my initial plot. Uh, going down to, what is it, bottom left or the East region. Um, boy, it's tough to argue with the way Duke and Marquette are playing. I, I realize that's not a chalk pick, but I got I to gotta imagine that's going to be a very popular elite eight. Let's go, let's go Duke. Uh, yeah, Duke Marquette there going up to the top half. Oh boy. Um, you know, I'm still taking Houston. If I knew Miami was at full strength, I would take Miami 
but man, I just don't. Yeah. And part of it is I don't like the draw. I don't like that matchup with Drake. I don't like the potential matchup with Indiana, Kansas State. So let's go Houston, Texas. And then in the bottom side, I'm actually going Connecticut and UCLA. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then that, well, I like that UCLA team. Yeah, and then final four, I guess I would go Alabama. And again, I hate this because uh, I do not like the Blue Devils. We're going Alabama. We're going Duke. We are going to go Texas, and we are going to go UCLA. Uh, national championship game, we are going to go Alabama over UCLA. Alabama uh, over UCLA. I love it. We're going Alabama over UCLA. Uh, yeah, Alabama, obviously, uh, extraordinary team. When they're clicking, they're great on offense, great on defense. Uh, they've got all the attributes, Jeremy. They got the length, they got the depth, uh, they can score inside, they can shoot it from the outside. Probably the biggest factor, the reason that I'm taking them is they're healthy. Uh, no injuries to my knowledge. So, yeah, give me Alabama over UCLA. Okay, thank you for that, Toby. The interesting thing there is in that particular region, uh, which is the South region, I have the South region winner winning the national championship just like you, but I'm taking Arizona over Alabama. That was not what I wanted for an Elite Eight game. Uh, I think those two teams are the best two uh, coming into this. I love that Arizona team. They just got to help continue to teach the big guy how to make those key free throws. Uh, but uh, I think Arizona is a special team. I think they'll beat Alabama. So I have that uh, in my uh, final four. On the east side, um, I have a kind of deja vu of years gone by. I have a Duke-Kentucky Elite Eight game. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. I have uh, you know Duke getting to the Elite Eight. You have them going to the Final Four. I don't know why. Calipari could lose in the first round of Providence, could obviously lose to Kansas State, could lose to Marquette if that's the path, right? Uh, but somehow, some way, I got two big guys meeting there uh, between Arizona and Kentucky in the final four. And then I have Arizona winning that game uh, on the other side in the Midwest. How about this for a sweet 16? Kelvin Sampson and Houston potentially facing his former employer in Indiana. Uh, that'll be a great storyline if that were to happen. On the bottom half there, I actually have Xavier coming through. Um, I think Sean Miller and the Musketeers are going to get through there. So I have Houston going to the Final Four, counting on Sasser to be healthy. Uh, And hopefully if they get through this opening week, the second weekend, he'll be a whole lot healthier. I think Houston, when I saw him early in the year, through the year, I know they don't play in the Power Five Conference. I get that. But I still think the Cougars are a good enough team to make the Final Four. So I have him there. Uh, In the West, I get really chalky here. I can see Kansas losing in the second round to my fight in Illini. I'm sure you can see him losing to Arkansas. I could definitely see him losing to VCU, UConn, St. Mary's. You got three quality teams in the next bracket. I think they've stacked the deck against Kansas, in my opinion. I think they have a very, very tough draw. Uh, But I have Kansas beating Illinois. I have Kansas beating UConn on the bottom side. TCU's a scary team. Gonzaga's a scary team. UCLA's a scary team. I actually have the Zags meeting up with Kansas in the Elite Eight. So my final four is Arizona, Kentucky, Houston, Kansas. I have Arizona beating Houston for the national championship. 72 to 67 is the score that I put in. Um, So I think that's my perfect bracket. I've never had a perfect bracket. I think it's a one in a zillion chance, but there you go. Uh, Those are my picks. So Toby, pleasure. You have Alabama over UCLA. 
I have Arizona over Houston. Uh, we gave you all of our liens. As Toby said, we do reserve the right to change our mind. I did put some of the inbox, but I've been known to hedge out of those anyway. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, my friend. It's always uh, a great time, obviously, for March Madness. I wish we were together this year at the sports book, but we'll try to make that happen in the future. And as always, everyone out there, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.